Hey, welcome to this month's episode of the Leader Fluent Podcast. If you're like most leaders, you probably have a habit of setting goals for yourself and your organization. And if you lead a team, you probably ask your team to set goals as well. The question is, how do you know if you and your team are setting the right goals? Well, in this episode of Leader Fluent, we're going to look at five questions to ask to give you the green light on your goals. Now, not only are these great questions to ask yourself, but they're great questions to help you equip your team to set great goals. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Leader Fluent. Goal setting is designed to help us and our team make forward progress, both personally and organizationally. So how do you equip yourself and your team to set great goals? I've always enjoyed goal setting, but I enjoy goal reaching even more. And I'm guessing you're the same way. It's one thing to set goals, right? But, but it's a far greater thing to actually see those goals materialize. So to help our team at Seven City Church set goals, I have a pretty particular goal-setting system that I've established, and that system includes a one-page goal-setting worksheet that helps them set clear, specific, measurable, and time-bound goals, as well as a specific action plan to reach the goal. But in addition to those common goal-setting components, At the bottom of the worksheet, I also include five questions to help each staff member determine if they're ready to start their goal. In fact, after they prepare their goals, I'll meet with them one-on-one to go over those goals and to let them explain them a little bit more to me. And I'll also go over those five questions with them in that meeting. And when we can answer yes to all five questions then we know it's time to start pursuing the goal. In fact, I use the word START, S-T-A-R-T, as an acronym for the five questions. So, let me share those five questions with you today. Again, using the word START as an acronym, and let's dive in. So, let's start with the letter S. S stands for STRETCH. And the question you're asking is, Will this goal stretch you? Author Dave Anderson once said this. He said, We are not at our best when life is too safe. In fact, too much certainty is cause for depression. Uncertainty keeps you alert, interested, and engaged. That's what stretch is all about. It's about setting goals that stretch you outside of your safe and secure comfort zone. Now, this is important to understand. By stretch, I'm not suggesting that team members should set completely unrealistic goals. What I do mean is that the goal should be something beyond what they're currently doing. It's it's something that's going to move them out of their comfort zone and it requires extra effort. So, let me give you an example. If a team member already has 15 leaders in their department or in their ministry, A stretch goal isn't to have 15 leaders in six months. That's just maintenance, right? Instead, a stretch goal might be to have 20 leaders or 25 leaders, perhaps even more, depending on the situation. In other words, the goal 
should be something that creates a preferred future that is better than where we are right now. It needs to stretch you. If it doesn't, then your team is never taking new ground. So again, S stands for stretch. The T stands for task. Task is the goal within your job responsibilities. Every, every job has certain tasks that, that are included in it. So, so is this goal connected to those tasks? Sometimes team members can set goals that are outside of their job responsibilities, and, and that's fine if you as a leader have expanded their role or you've asked them to take on an assignment that's outside of maybe what you originally hired them to do. But in general, a team member's goals should focus on the tasks that you hired them to do. Now, that may seem incredibly obvious, and I get that, but, but here's what I've discovered. When a team member reaches a certain level, maybe it's a, a level that feels satisfactory or good, maybe it's even better than most. When, when a team member reaches that level in their performance, it can be easy to take the foot off the gas and start coasting. And when that happens, the team member can be tempted to start setting goals in the areas that simply don't matter or they, they fall outside of their job responsibilities. That's why I include a, a section on our goal worksheet that lists the job responsibilities for that team member. Now, it's not a detailed job description. It's just a brief bullet point list of their six primary job responsibilities. And again, those six responsibilities, they don't get into the nitty gritty. They're, they're more like broad categories. So let me give you an example. For our connections pastor, our first impressions ministry would be one category on, on his goal worksheet. Uh, another one would be our engagement pathway. Another one would be small groups. Those are, those are categories. They're, they're, they're a bit broad in nature, but they give enough specificity to know that your goal should fit in one of these categories. And so each team member has six responsibilities that are on their goal worksheet, and they have to check which job responsibility their goal fits in. Now, this does two things. First, it forces team members to set goals within their six responsibilities rather than drifting toward pet projects. And second, it helps the leader evaluate progress and determine which job responsibilities need the most attention. When you've got those six responsibilities in front of you, you can look at it pretty quickly and realize we need to up our game in this area. So let's set a goal in this area. Again, I let our team members choose their goals, but they've got to fit in those responsibilities and it allows me to see kind of the big picture of what's happening. Now, a little, a little side note. If staff are going to set goals in their job responsibilities, you as a leader must first know what their responsibilities are. And second, you must know how they're doing in their job responsibilities. Because if you don't know the answer to those two questions, you're ill-equipped to help them set great goals. So, S stands for stretch. T stands for task. The A stands for aligned. The question you're asking is, is this goal aligned 
with our vision and priorities. You see, it's not enough for goals to be in a team member's job responsibilities. The goal must also be aligned with the overall vision and priorities of the organization. Why? Because if it's not, you're going to create sideways energy. So, how do you make sure goals are aligned? Well, part of our goal worksheet has a section on it where I list three things that are related to the overall organization. Those three things are our vision, our strategic priorities for the year, and our key result areas. Now, what do I mean by those three things? Our vision is a one-sentence description of what our church's vision is. Our strategic priorities uh, are the major goals that we've set for the entire church. And our key result areas, or KRAs as we often refer to them as, are the handful of areas where we must see results in order for our vision to be fulfilled. So let me give you an example of key result areas. Um, One example would be reaching people. Uh, Another would be connecting guests. Another would be serving cities. Another would be developing leaders. Those are things that we must do if we're going to see our vision fulfilled. And so with those three things in focus, our vision, our strategic priorities, and our key result areas, um, I want team members to, to write a very brief description of how their goal contributes to at least one of those th- three things. When they can do that, then it tells me their goal is aligned with the direction the overall organization is going. If they can't make the connection to those three things, or at least one of those three things, it tells me there's probably misalignment. Okay, the letter R stands for reachable. The question you want to ask is, do the action steps for this goal make it reachable? Several years ago, I I realized that staff were setting goals, but they hadn't given any thought to how they were going to reach the goal. And as a result, some of their goals were unrealistic. So a few years ago, I started including a section in our goal worksheet where team members would list about five to seven action steps that they would take to actually reach their goal. Then when I review the action steps, one of the questions that I'm thinking about is this, how are these action steps different than what they are already doing? Now, that question is important because if what they're planning to do to reach their goal is no different than what they're already doing, then they're not going to get the outcome that's any different than the outcome that they're already getting. It's like the old saying that if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. So if you're setting a stretch goal, your action steps to reach that goal have to be different than what you are already doing. Otherwise, you'll just get more of what you're already getting. So again, ask yourself, do the action steps for this goal make it reachable? Okay, the final T in the word start stands for timing. Is this the right time to pursue this goal? Sometimes a team member can set a goal that will stretch them. It's, it's a task within their job responsibilities. It's aligned with the organization's vision and priorities, and their action plan is rock solid. The problem is, 
it's just not the right time to pursue the goal. Now, why would it not be the right time? Well, it may not be the right time because of money. Maybe you can't afford to fund the goal right now. Maybe it's a people issue. Maybe you don't have the staff or the volunteers to execute the goal. Maybe it's a time issue where you simply don't have the bandwidth necessary to reach the goal. Maybe it's a priority issue. Maybe there are other goals or initiatives that are more important at this time. Now, let's be honest for a minute. If you're not careful, you could you could say that about every goal that you set, right? You could say, look, I don't have enough money or people or time to reach this goal. So, so you've got to be careful that you're not just making excuses with that. But part of reaching a goal is learning to move those barriers. So, so, so keep that in focus. But at the same time, there are times when it's just not the right time to pursue certain goals simply because the return on investment will not be as great as if you pursued a different goal. So keep that in focus. Is it the right time? So let's review. How do you know if a team member is ready to start a goal? Again, this applies to yourself and to your team. Well, use the word START as an acronym to ask the five questions. The letter S, stretch. Will this goal stretch you? The letter T, task. Is this goal within your job responsibilities? The letter A, aligned. Is this goal aligned with our vision and priorities? The letter R, reachable. Do the action steps for this goal make it reachable? Letter T, timing. Is this the right time to pursue this goal? When you answer those five questions, and you and your team can answer an emphatic yes to those five questions, then you're ready to start pursuing the goal. And as you do, I believe your impact will be even greater because you know it is the right goal It's designed in a way to produce the greatest outcome, and we're ready to move forward. Well, I hope today's lesson helps you and your team pursue goals that will make the greatest impact. And if you need some coaching around goal setting or other organizational issues, check out my website at stephenblandino.com. I'd love to help. There's a coaching tab there you can click on, and you can learn more there. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Leader Fluent Podcast.